fans, welcome to episode 70 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports, where we talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports, on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page, at State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You're alerted when a new episode is out. And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Episode 70, we are on location at Arvon Brewing Company, uh, where owner Brett, co-owner Brett Bristol will join us. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the brewery and the beers they make here, and the beers that we'll be drinking throughout the episode. Uh, we will talk more about... I lost my spot. The move of Alavila, right? Yeah, we will talk about the move <laughs> what a cover. That, was, that was made sure by Alavila um, at the deadline. <laughs> And our thoughts about the players that weren't moved. I think that's kind of the, the bigger conversation here, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Brett will once again join us li- a little bit later on in the podcast uh, so we can learn really the, the ins and outs of how, how the way Arvon works and all of their beer and just kind of uh, a little backstory on, on what they do. Uh, we will play the good old schedule game for our Detroit Lions. We're like, so how many days away is it? In like two like, weeks, yeah, like a it's week like and a half, 12 right? Twelve days, I think. Twelve days from the the kickoff Ten. for the Lions. Yeah. So, uh, very excited about that. And of course, we're going to grade some Michigan beer here at Arvon. I am Sam Waltart. With me today, we have Kyle Fossey, Micah Smith, and Ryan Waltart. And Brett Bristol here is with us as well. Um, Brett, thank you very much for joining us. First yeah, of all, thanks for having me. And thank you for thanks for uh, the invite. Yeah. Yeah. Give, giving us the opportunity to drink your guys' beer and record at this awesome place. Uh, yeah, we've fir- been first impressions. This place is awesome. It's just, very cool. Just coming in, cool it's like building. yeah, it's yeah. really really cool. They got a wi- that window's got to be like thirty feet tall. That is a big, 20, huge maybe, fan. Big one. I big love, fan. I love like the <laughs> I love this how open it is. It, well, probably got a little echo, but I don't really care. It's awesome. Well, I feel like a lot of a lot of breweries too. They they keep things really dark, you know, and like uh, wood yeah. everywhere, but dark. And in here, there's so much light. Yeah, it's and a great. And it feels yeah. like a good, just a good spot to hang out. So. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. when when you guys decided to go all white? Like, was there was that the idea to kind of do something a little different? Yeah, so we really wanted to embody kind of bringing Michigan outdoors, but we're still in a very industrial industry as well as in the middle of a city, right? And so the building was already all white when we moved in. And so we're like, well, why change it? You know, it's very industrial, concrete floors, white walls, uh, pretty much everything is exposed. And so we thought that was a really cool vibe and trying to bring a little bit more of the natural elements with the wood tables, uh, kind of wood wall, that sort of thing in. Yeah, I love the feeling here. It is really cool. And you guys brew all your beer here as well? That's right, Um, yeah. So it's everything, everything's here. You guys started in... Granville, is that correct? Yeah, 700 square foot warehouse in Granville. Yeah, <laughs> where we started. Yeah, we That's where we spent our first I, two years. Yeah, yeah, I'd be curious. We'll have to look back and, and figure out which episode it was that we first tried. I feel like Mike did a Arvon beer. Yeah, he went. He went on Arvon crazy. He did Remember like yeah. we were like, oh, like he must own stock in the company. <laughs> yeah, <'Cause> he's <laughs> bringing Arvon. That's right. Mike can't talk. Right he doesn't now. have a microphone. <laughs> yeah, just, sorry about that, Mike. <laughs> Mike, you want to tell us about that? <laughs> yeah, right. I know I was, uh, I was listening to you guys when I was he- headed to my licensing uh, kind of interview by the city. Uh, so I'm I know no right around November time frame, th- you guys were drinking uh, our beer. Yeah, oh, for sure. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, because we were definitely like in your basement. So yeah. it would have been, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You were still there too. You weren't signed out for the <laughs> no. six months or whatever it was. That it was. Um, before we get into our beer intros, uh, I did want to talk about this. I mean, I got, I got chills today, guys. I was sitting at my desk, minding my own business. I think you had more than that. And, yeah, right. It was a little six to midnight action, <laughs> but I wasn't going to bring that up at the office. But anyways, first of all, you get this, this tweet from President Donald Trump. I think this is right around like, 
maybe 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, no, something like that. I'm thinking like 11-18. Like just <laughs> spitballing here. Spitballing, yeah, you're probably. 11-18. <laughs> it's right there on the Sept- September 1st. Ryan, <laughs> since, since you're so much better at reading, can you read his, his uh, tweet? Yeah, to our yeah, yeah. so Trump said, uh, had a very productive conversation with Kevin Warren, commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, about immediately starting up Big Ten football. Uh, would be good, uh, in parentheses, great, for everyone, players, fans, country, uh, on the one-yard line. On yeah. the one-yard line? What, so does, nine, what does that mean? Nine, that means 99. Like we're, well, we're almost we're there. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, I think it's that. That was the first time I read it, so I'm, like, yeah. digesting this with you. Yeah. I should have sent that to you earlier. My bad. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So passive aggressive. Yeah, I know. He's like all over all over that tonight. <laughs> um, ready to fight. So I, I don't want to make it political, but that's exciting to hear, right? Like we're all we're all sitting here. I remember seeing um, it. Somebody shared it, and I'm like, I screenshot it right away, yeah. sent it to you, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> What does this mean? Like, yeah. what, like, if anything, we just know this is putting the pressure on now. Something's happening, right? Yeah. I mean, there this is so much. There's so much publicity with this, so the Big Ten has a really big decision yeah, to make. They do. And then yeah. was there anything else that came after this? Any, yeah. Any other so news? then, uh, if there's another timestamp, I don't, I don't see it. But a little bit later in the afternoon, um, Clay Travis tweeted, who, who's a Fox Sports Radio guy, uh, tagged Dan Patrick in here. He basically said, the Big Ten is now targeting a fall kickoff date of October 10 per the DP show. President and commissioner may be working magic. And I was like, I like magic today. Did you, that was did you see that? Um, well, Dan Patrick tweeted it earlier. Okay. And then deleted it. And then re-put it back on later really? this afternoon. Yeah, Interesting. So somebody must have got to him and said, like, take that down. Like, don't, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, you can't say so that So it was, it was down for, I want to say, like, two, three, four hours. And then I think in that time frame, too, Clay Travis brought it, but then DP put it back on. So. Gotcha. Man, that, that's um, exciting. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I was so excited when that happened. And, I mean, that's basically where, where I'm at. I, I don't know. We got something going on here? Yeah, what's, what's going, going on, on here, Micah? <laughs> we got no sound? There's no audio on the Facebook Live. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Seriously? Our fans are letting us know. Oh, no. That's my bad. Probably I did something wrong. Tell them they're better off. Is <laughs> it all plugged in, Micah? <laughs> We're just on Facebook Live. Just. <laughs> just, they thought Micah had a mic. They didn't know. Is it? They, right, they had no idea. None of our and mics we told all these good. hilarious jokes. Oh, and man, we've heard them we've never been funnier. And then yeah. that right. Shoot. Uh, oh, threw it all away. Well, unfortunately... We're just gonna have to uh, not do that live. We're gonna have to cut. You can just cut cut the Facebook live video. Um, but we'll just, just we'll my just, wife we'll, liked it. We'll, my wife already she, liked it. Yeah. She probably wasn't listening. She's <laughs> no, she probably <laughs> jumped at the opportunity to not hear me talk. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, it is time to introduce our Michigan beer for episode seventy. But before we do, I want to remind everyone of the partner here at State of My Sports uh, podcast, Siciliano's Market. Siciliano's Market is simply the best beer store in West Michigan, conveniently located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some help from one of their expert staff, uh, Siciliano's Market is the best place for it. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beer from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They also have specialty wine, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, cigars. And Siciliano's Market also offers the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. So, so they have everything. They have it just, all. Just so you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Tacos? They got tacos? You can rewind it. Go I push so. the backwards <laughs> 15 so seconds yeah. and we can redo that. At least taco making supplies. Yeah. Right. yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're very excited to have them aboard. 
and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beer for each and every episode. Please check them out and let them know we sent you. So we're obviously here at Arvon today, so we're drinking the best Arvon has, basically. And I'm, I'm very excited about it. Ryan, will you share with our listeners what, what, what you're drinking? Yeah, so I'll start it off with uh, Blueberry Raspberry Double Kettle Sour. So is, is this an... Is this a... Oh, did I say kettle? No, it is kettle. Sorry. Didn't I say that? <laughs> no, when we were oh, on cuddle. Here, cuddle. Time, yeah, I oh, got it. The first time you read it, I thought you said cuddle. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is this also an 8%? Yeah, so that's an 8% uh, kettle sour. And so we load that thing up with fruit. Um, and yeah, it, I don't know if we can pack any more blueberries and raspberries. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's quite a bit. That's yeah. probably the best description. Like, I don't think we could go more. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Next. The reason we actually don't put more into those kettles is because it doesn't fit in our tank. So we put about as much fruit in there. Well, oh, literally really? as much fruit as fits it's into the tank. It's actually like a yeah. volume thing. Like that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, all, no all the tank can handle. Yeah. All right, so I have Slip and Splash. Um, and I have wanted to do a sour. I've never done a sour on the podcast, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you have. Unless but I do really hops. enjoy them. Yeah. Um, it doesn't – yeah, What now what fruit – I feel like I'm, I don't want to take a stab at it of what I'm getting fruity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that it's one's got to be raspberry. So that one's got strawberry and kiwi, and then it's got watermelon candies in it. So those little gummy watermelon candies. So like we threw that in. Fruit rings? Yeah, that's right. So oh, we threw those into man. the fermenter, <laughs> let them ferment for a bit. So uh, that one's got a, a bit of uh, sweetness to it uh, compared to some of our other sours. It does. Kind yeah. of balances out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I'm drinking another one. Another one right. IPA. Is it yep. just an American IPA, or, or what's the technical? Yeah, so it's a New England-style IPA, um, around a 7%. I'm going to okay. miss the ABV on that one, but it's in yeah. that area. So a single New England. Um, and that one's got Citra Mosaic and Amarillo hops in it. Okay. Um, so, again, one of our heavily hopped New Englands. That's really what we're known for here. And both the Blueberry Raspberry Double Kettle and that one are coming out uh, this week. So they'll go on an online store on Thursday at 8 a.m. and on tap on Wednesday. What's the label look like? Do you know yet? Uh, so that's going to be one of our, uh, just the forest labels. It's going to be okay. a little bit lame to start with. So we're working on some more artwork, but nothing yet. Awesome. Micah, what are you drinking? Ooh. You got a so microphone. I, I do, <laughs> and I'm excited. So tonight I'm drinking raspberry strawberry double kettle. It's another kettle sour. It's an 8 percenter, and it's loaded with raspberries and strawberries. Is there anything else in here besides that? No, that's it. So the okay. kettles, they're just uh, straight sour and straight fruit. Awesome. So that's the only difference between those two beers is just the the blueberry compared to the strawberry. Just oh. pack it in there. Yeah. You can see the colors a bunch different. So you get a lot more of the blueberry skin type flavors out of the blueberry one. And yeah. That counts as a fruit or vegetable for your daily diet as well. <laughs> yeah. Wives, yeah. are you listening? Did right. you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Right. That sounds awesome. I'm going to buy a 24 pack on my way out. Uh, what are you drinking, Brett? Yeah, so I'm just drinking the Grand. So that label has got the cityscape of Grand Rapids. Um, I've seen that, yeah. That's an awesome label. Yeah, it's one of the beers we've been doing close to since the beginning. It's just got Citra and Mosaic, a couple of my favorite hops in it. And uh, nothing super special about it. It's a 6.8% New England-style IPA, but it's just a super solid all-around IPA. Awesome. Love it. really wanted to talk Tigers I trade trade I, deadline. I knew he'd leave. Right? That. Isn't that what you... I knew it. I texted Adrian was, like, he's about to try to burn me. No. I feel this, it. Was, this was Kyle's idea to talk about the, the trade deadline here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, obviously, we talked about it last week that the, the trade deadline was uh, Monday, 
and we want to talk about the moves or lack thereof. Um, we're going to move along pretty quick. So what I want to start with is basically the trade that happened. Um, Cameron Maven uh, to the Cubs for Zach Short. Um, he was the number nine prospect last year, but he fell to number 22 this year. Ryan, uh, real quick, I mean, can you tell us why he makes that big of a drop in one year? Well, he just didn't produce last year. I mean, you look at his stats, and he hit seven home runs the whole year, and he was a kind of a really bad average, like two, 250 hitter-ish. But he didn't really play either. I'm looking at the three the three different areas. He, he started in uh, – well, he was in AAA, AA, and, and uh, short season A-ball, it looks like, and it was a combined of maybe 60 games. Okay. So I guess this entire season because this yeah. major league season 60 games. Uh, this is not a this is not a huge move. We weren't expecting fireworks out of this. Exactly. Yep. Right. So I think we got what we deserved, which was not Especially a whole for lot. Cameron Maben. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, and, and Cameron Maben was the guy that we were like, yeah. I mean, if you can trade him, trade him fine. But that's not who we want to be traded. We want scope to be traded. Yep. Right. We wanted uh, Austin Romine to be traded because those guys would have gotten a little bit better prospects. Uh, Mike is about to Mike is about to just try to say that this is like. No, I'm good. Well, I think last episode spoke for itself. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I mean, so, he did, yeah. All right, so, I, I just so don't think this is a bad trade. We we got rid of no. a, we got rid of an older yep. veteran who's not in the long term plans at all, and we took a risk on a on Zach Short, a shortstop that used to be considered a pretty decent prospect. When you look back at a few seasons ago in 2018, this is a guy who had 17 home runs, and hit, I mean he had 230, but with a good eye too. So. Yeah. Up, upside. Yep. I, I'm not saying it's a bad trade, but it's disappointing to see a guy who fell to number 22 in their system and he ends up number 27 in our system that yeah. that, that does not appeal no, to me No, I whatsoever. agree with you. This is yeah. this is not anything to write home about. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Um it, it but that's not why you make this move and I think we'll we'll get to that point when we talk about who we didn't move. It's like you make the move because you have an expiring contract. You just gain somebody that you have control over for somebody that you weren't going to have control over. And We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, in, in after uh, Cameron Maven got traded, they called up Travis Demerit. It'll be interesting to see if he gets a little bit more playing time than he did the first time he was up. Um, but what I really want to jump into now, if, if we're done talking about this short dude, um, guys that weren't moved. I think the, the two key the two key guys are really the, the key guys, Jonathan Scope. Um, he's having a career year. Yeah. So he, he's currently hitting, go, going into today, he's hitting 303. He's normally a 259 batting average uh, player. He is doing. He's producing. The he, he's doing exactly why the he's doing exactly what he wanted to do with this one year deal. Six point one million dollars. He's taking advantage of it because he's going to get a raise. He's going to get uh, a couple year term, um, and he's he's going into his 30s. So he still has a couple of contracts available after this. But it's like he's going to get a significant raise, whether it's two million, three million. I, I guess somewhere around. Nine or ten, depending on um, where you know the, the the term of the deal, all that stuff. But it's like, so why didn't we push him out the door? Exactly, that's exactly yeah. my point. Is is you have this guy that's playing above what he's ever done in his career, and you didn't find a way to make him make him available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's, that's got to be disappointing. Yeah. It, it sucks. So Ryan, go ahead. Before well, I mean, I, it's just tough because you're not going to convince baseball guys that. 30 games into the season, guys having a career year that that means yeah. he's a good player. Right. So I mean these are these are guys Short that are example. used to yeah, these are guys that are used to these huge 
small sample sizes where somebody's leading the league and, and then you start seeing the projections. Oh, they're going to hit 80 this year if they stay on the current pace. No, they don't hit yeah, 80. They, they hit that. 41. <laughs> right. yeah. It's yeah. half so, the season. Yeah, I mean, that, that is baseball. You look at the first half of the season versus the second half of the season, Joey Votto could look at the be the worst first baseman in baseball in the first half, and guess what? He's probably going to be MVP, MVP type in the second. Yeah. So you're not going to convince a baseball guy that Jonathan Scope has turned a corner. He's now legit. What you What we wish – would have happened is that somebody's looking to fill their number seven spot in the in a, in a lineup, and Jonathan yeah. Scope would be st- a steal. Yeah, for them, you know that we we would want the Yankees or I, obviously Yankees just injury concerns or yeah. somebody with a stacked lineup to throw this guy later in the bottom third of the lineup, and he would be a huge anchor. Yeah. So but so there were there were no second basemen's traded that I could that I noticed at least starting second baseman. So I wonder if like nobody's trying to fill that need. I don't know. I didn't dig into it enough. Yeah. But then Avila came out the day before the the. The deadline and said we are not taking calls on Jonathan Scope. I'm like, what in the world is going on in your head? You're supposed to be calling people about Jonathan Scope, let alone taking calls for Jonathan Scope. Yeah, I I it, hate he, his attitude he, towards all that. He played this terribly, and I'm not saying you're going to get a top ten prospect. Uh, like, if you would get th- two or three players to be named later, that is a win. I don't care because look, we had a, a draft that went from. Uh, what, 40 rounds to five rounds. What is that? Like a, an eighth of the draft? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, Look at crushed that. it, yeah. Quick, yeah. quick math. Wow. Nice work. Numbers yeah. are cool. <laughs> One, two, wait, you just did what? I didn't even look at my paper, so I don't know what's on there. Just, um, eighth of the draft. I'll verify. And you, yeah, I'm so just, that's, I'm looking like it's got to be on there. So that's 35, 35 players that you didn't just get into your system. You, this was an opportunity to add three to six guys to get into your system and Phil needs for yeah. when you are looking now, to buy down the road. Now, now, in fair personal criticism, do you think in the back of Alavila's mind he had the J.D. Martinez trade going, you know, I, I put him out there, yeah, everyone knew about it, let's try this the opposite way. Yeah. Let's have everyone come seeking well, for the, the scope. Yeah, the problem with him, with Avila, is that he never hides anything. He's like the most honest GM you could ever be around. So he gets an interview and he spills all the beans. Yeah, yeah. like he tells you everything that's going to happen. Yeah, he's exactly like, what's thinking. Yeah, he's like yeah. Castellanos. You know, I yeah, you know what? I really don't expect a market for him. I, we're we're going to try to trade, but we're, I doubt yeah, he'll be we're not going to resign yeah, him. It's either. Probably not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. He's just like <laughs> what. What but are you doing? To, to the littlest extent, don't you think he had that kind of in his head? Like, I really screwed this up last time. Let's try the other way and go what, to the other. I, have no, more, day. I have no idea it's what goes on day. in his head, honestly. I have no clue because there's one, f- there's one point that he, he drafts pretty well. He evaluates decently well at times, and then the next time he looks like he doesn't know what in the world he's doing. So See, I, I think he's no always idea. drafted better than he's traded. He has. Definitely. I think he's he's not a negotiator. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. He doesn't look for the steal of a trade. He always wants everything to be fair in the end. He's like, no, I, <laughs> I literally don't think yeah. I can get uh, – it would be fair to get anybody else. Yeah, I, yeah. Should, I, or maybe. I don't deserve to get Bregman. Yeah, please don't give me Bregman. Uh, the problem yeah, is the rest of the league is like that. there's blood in the water. We'll I get, know. You know what I mean? They're like, just but, circling yeah. him like he's chum in the water. <laughs> but, it's terrible. But in the end, I mean, who is helping <laughs> this guy? It's like he, It's like he's flying solo. Where? Where is your – 
Where's your right hand man yeah, going? Yeah, that's a terrible idea. You're right. Yeah. Actually, he that's would true. be he would be a great like assistant GM. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, he was. He the, was. The Brusky, I, right? I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like he's the guy that you would want. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> as an assistant, when you're sitting there, you want this like really logical, you know, side in your right yeah. ear, just being yeah. like, you know, that's probably not a fair trade. You, I wouldn't go for that. And then <laughs> the guy on the left, like, no, you got to go yeah. for it. Right. It's yeah. like the the, the devil and angel. Like we saw on Tom and Jerry all the time growing up. But like I, so I, I did want to get into role mine i feel like it's the exact same thing we could talk more about like what was missed out it's the, the exact same reasons you weren't going to get value you were going to get quantity you in your jobs to turn quantity into quality he didn't even get quantity for these expiring contracts it was like ken holland 2.0 saying no nah, i don't want to trade mike green well mm, look you could have traded him and then re-signed him if you really want him that bad everybody's our everybody's argument is well i think we should re-sign him instead it's like you really want to sign scope or roll mine for a raise because they're going to get a raise you want to pay them nine million dollars for the next four years because that's not where i want to spend my money personally but anyways i think scope did hit pulled his end of the bargain by produced at the beginning of the season tigers did not fulfill their end by giving him to a contender and getting somebody for him and i'm not happy about that For our Facebook watchers, viewers, listeners, I think you guys just corrected me on that. I'm viewers. Just viewers. Uh, just watchers. Facebook viewers. Um, th- sorry about the, the previous video. It didn't, it didn't turn out. The sound was, was uh, an issue, but we got it back now and ready better than ever. Um, so basically, we're, we're here at Arvon Brewing Company. We have uh, co-owner Brett Bristol here with us. Um, yeah, he's waving. He's doing a nice little wave there. Uh, we got... So thank you for having us. I, I thanked you earlier, but I want to make sure that people on Facebook know that I'm grateful because they, these guys make me feel like I'm not. So I guess got to make <laughs> you sure. You are often ungrateful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming out. Yeah. No, but yeah, thank you for having us. We're very excited to be here. Um, excited to learn more about Arvon, how it started, all of that good stuff. Learn more about the beer. Um, we did our beer intros on the podcast already, so make sure you guys listen to the full podcast and you can um, hear what we're drinking and all that good stuff. But um, basically, I just want to start out by learning more about you and, and how, how people can start following Arvon or, or yourself on, on social medias. Do you guys have, like, what platforms are you guys on that you can follow? Yeah, so I'm really bad at social media, but you can <laughs> follow me at, at Brett.Bristol, I believe. Nope, just Brett Bristol. <laughs> Brett Bristol. Check. That's how bad I am at social media. <laughs> I have to check my own uh, handles there. Uh, and then uh, our Arvon Brewing Co. Instagram handle, that's where we're most active. Uh, we also do quite a bit on Facebook under that same handle. And then, uh, of course, our website uh, has up-to-date information on it. Awesome. Uh, so, basically, Arvon, where, where, do you, like, where did it come from? Where, where did it start? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, it's just myself and my brother-in-law, Jake. Uh, so Jake is the brewer. I do the business side of things. Um, so sales, marketing, that sort of thing. Um, it started kind of back 2015, Christmas of 2015. Uh, Jake had brought home some of his homebrew, right? And yeah. uh, everyone was trying it, loving it. And so we started kind of joking around, not joking around. I don't know about starting a brewery. And um, 
one of the things Jake really likes to do is to experiment with different ingredients, different recipes, that sort of thing. And so there's never too much beer in the world, but he ended up having too much beer. And so we're like, well, if we could just sell it, then it could fund this thing. And so we started super small, uh, 700 square foot warehouse in Granville. Yeah. And we figured it'd either be a glorified homebrew system, which it is and was, yeah. um, or it'd become something like it is today. And so we've grown kind of from the ground up and um, evolved from there. Yeah. So you, when did you start? selling it in out of granville so our first beer was sold in december 2017 so we started working on the business march of 2016 and then didn't sell our first beer until december 2017. all right and then you guys moved into this facility february yep of this year so february 21st is when we opened this facility and then we closed it march 16th (laughs) yeah Uh, right (laughs) and opened it again in june yeah Yeah. (laughs) don't want to get into that yeah uh no but that's awesome and can you tell us a little bit more about you like how you said you're more of the business side of the business. Yeah. Um, what's your background? Yeah. So I grew up in Climax on a beef farm. So not beef. Not beef. We got beef. That's right. <laughs> not the Dwight Schrute <laughs> kind. No, beef. It's what's for dinner. Uh, <laughs> so small. Dwight Schrute were competitors. That's, yeah. also, that's also a quote from The Office. The, that's what's for dinner. Remember when Michael says that? He says it. Nope. He's, he, oh, I remember. Let's we'll quote the episode. Yeah, he, he says. Yeah, what episode? <laughs> he <laughs> says, "Who wants my man meat?" And Dwight's like, "I'll have your man meat," <laughs> or something like that. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. No, he does. He grills steaks on the foreman. Yes, foreman. for the for the it the was warehouse. the boys boys and girls episode. Sorry, yeah. we do this all the time. Sorry, <laughs> no, uh, no, but uh, beef farm. Yeah, so we grew up on a, a kind of rural climax, uh, Michigan, uh, between Kalamazoo and Bell Creek. Uh, went to Michigan State for animal science. Uh, so started working on dairies uh, when I was a teenager and uh, kept working on dairies. Uh, got a job in upstate New York out of college and so was in the animal science and then uh, ended up getting an MBA when I was working out there. Uh, decided to move back to Michigan in 2016. So after we decided to start a brewery, yeah. <laughs> it worked out and uh, moved back to Michigan. And um, so I still work a full-time job uh, in the same company <laughs> yeah. doing uh, marketing for the animal health company and then uh, nights and weekends working here. Yeah. So was there some a brewery in New York that you really liked that kind of got you into the craft beer? Like, yeah. What is it like there? What's the beer scene there? I know it was, a, I mean, how many years ago now? Five? Yeah. Four or five. Four, four five, years ago. Four yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably way different now, but I mean, what yeah. was the beer scene like there? Yeah. So it was kind of up and coming. There's a, we lived in Ithaca, New York, um, and Ithaca Brewing Company was right there. And one of the really cool things that Ithaca Brewing Company did is they did what they called five barrel batches. And that was enough for them to sell through in their tap room. And so they like every week they'd have new beer on tap. And it was really fun to go down there. They'd tap them on a Thursday and we could go and try the new beers. And so uh, that's part of what has inspired this constant evolution and change of our tap list here uh, at Arvon. And yeah. um, it was kind of fun to always be trying something new and different. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Arvon. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit more about the name? Yeah. Obviously, I can look at the wall um, <laughs> to, just to, to avoid fights, right? Like, me and Ryan are going to go head-to-head about well, a fight. I'm sure about what it actually means. and then We should have uh, Ryan explain what well, no, I, no, no, we don't want to give him the mic because otherwise he <laughs> will argue with me. Uh, no, but what, so, Arvon, very cool name. Like, what, what does it mean? Yeah, so I guess I'll start with a little bit of background on trademarking. Uh, it's almost impossible to find a name in the industry because you can't use any beer, wine, distillery, anything, any product yeah. name, nothing. So you can't have a duplicate of any of those names. Um, and so we were looking for something unique, of course, but also something that spoke to us. And we always wanted to be a place that you can enjoy our beer anywhere, kind of not be pretentious, if you will, yeah. and be approachable. And so uh, 
we were looking up Arvon just because it's the highest point in Michigan. And so we were thinking, well, that'd be kind of cool. Um, we aspire to be the best. And then also uh, Arvon means the people's friend. That's real good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so uh, very nice. The highest so, in Michigan. Like that's it. right. Yeah, I like so that. Uh, and then Arvon means the people's friend, which really resonated with us. And we're like, yeah, that kind of embodies what we want to be uh, with our beer and, and how we want to be approachable. Yeah, especially with your community, right? That's right. Yeah. Down Absolutely. here on Division, yeah. right between Hall and Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to read that earlier, and I, that's, that Mike, it keeps that's me. Kind of keeps, trying to help keeps, you Yeah, I appreciate that. It's a full-time uh, job. <laughs> helping out Sam is a full-time job. But <laughs> more than just, my I wife. I just said that. <laughs> I literally just my, said that. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> you know my selective he- listening. It's really just me that he doesn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the fun part. The beer. How do, you, how do you guys decide on the names of your beers? Yeah, really interesting question. We've actually had a staff member, Parker, you guys talked about earlier. Yeah. He alleges that we just use a random name creator uh, <laughs> to come up with the name, <laughs> names Do of the beers. <laughs> so good question. Um, you know, there's a lot of the names uh, that I'm not sure there's a whole lot of meaning behind, but then there's quite a few that do have meaning behind them. Um, you know, a lot of what we try to do is find things that resonate with Michigan, right? So uh, we have a series of rivers. So the Grand, the Manistee, the Kalamazoo. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a lighthouse series that are all Michigan lighthouses. So that's really kind of where we start. And then as we uh, get inspiration from other places, that's kind of where names end up popping up. And, you know, a lot of the random um, fun that happens in the production system comes up with random names. So, yeah. so how many how many beers do you guys roughly have on tap? So we always, day. Yeah, so we have 12 beers on tap. Uh, we try to keep about four sours on, so kettle sours that are heavily fruited. We try to keep about four New England-style IPAs on, uh, you know, a single, double, something with lactose, try to mix it up a little bit, uh, and then typically a couple stouts, and a, there's always a Pilsner on. All right. So speaking of on tap, can you find your stuff on tap somewhere else, or are we buying cans from you, or how does... How do you distribute, I guess? Yeah, so right now, everything uh, that's on tap is here at the tap room. There's a couple places periodically we sell kegs to, but for the most part, okay. you got to come here to get it on tap. Uh, and then 8 a.m. every Thursday morning is when we put our cans for sale online. So the majority of our cans are online. We do curbside pickup, and we also do delivery. So delivery around Grand Rapids, and then we rotate cities as well around the state of Michigan, which is all available on our website. So you can find that there. Oh, super and convenient. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll deliver it right to your doorstep. Just someone over 21 has to be there to accept it. So perfect. Um, How far, yeah. Wait, what kind of cities? Like big cities or like rural towns in Ottawa County? <laughs> Nobody ever delivers yes and beer yes. to where I am. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so our delivery map isn't specific to counties or cities, but uh, sure. we cover a lot of Metro Detroit. Uh, we go all the way uh, north to the Tri-Cities area. We oh, cover nice. Kalamazoo. Uh, we cover the Lake Shore. You should get around pretty good there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lansing's right. in there, Ann Arbor. I was, uh, sorry, I was on your social media looking at, I think your personal one. What was mm. the award you guys won? Sorry the, about that. The yeah. seven. Sorry. <laughs> I think he's got my sense of humor. Like, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. Well, you saw a picture of me? I'm very sorry that you had to see yeah. that. Yeah. I think the last time I posted Instagram was over a year ago. <laughs> he's like, I have no idea what you saw. But there was yeah. one of you. Oh, sorry, off. it was this one. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. The trophy, the trophy yeah. and the, uh, yeah. Yeah, the trophy filled with beer that we had to drink that night. Did you so actually that's, drink uh, it out of the. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so they filled it with that beer. Uh, but that was 2000. So you guys won this award. Yeah, so that's the Seven Monks IPA challenge. So it's okay. uh, where about 200 people can come and vote for, you know, before social distancing, vote for the best IPA in Grand Rapids. So it's 10 uh, local breweries. It's a blind taste test. So you get a little 
sample and you get to work sure. through that and then um but you guys had barely been in business even that long at that point yeah yeah That's so it was september 2018 I mean, and yeah. actually jake uh, had worked a full-time job uh, up until like That's four cool. days prior to that so yeah <laughs> no kidding yeah that's pretty cool yeah that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome sweet. so yeah. that was against 10 or, or i guess a total of 10 nine yeah nine other breweries yep and so uh really fun that was really validating for us of um yeah you know, being able to win that, that I, was, I love was that that setup where it's just like I blind taste test yeah. don't get everybody expecting a certain type or style of yeah. beer you know because yeah. like they're going to compare it to what they think a lager should be or right. or whatever brand you know whatever t- style they're they're going for but yes, i, I love that so. like, it, i don't know the Personally, this is one of my uh, one of the reasons why so far I've really enjoyed your beer is I feel like it just I don't know it just tastes good like it's just yeah. it, it's all about the flavors it's all about um, doing whatever you think like just kind of experimenting and see what see what happens but it's all based around a, like a really solid flavor yeah and it, and it doesn't have to be exactly what everybody else is doing with a little tiny twist no it's right. like it's pretty unique and I, I really yeah. appreciate that I so do too. far I do I'm with you yeah when when we started we kind of felt like that was something we wanted to be in Grand Rapids. It's just super flavor forward. We felt like there was an opportunity for that. Um, and so we weren't focused on traditional styles, really focused on New England style IPAs and how much hops we can pack into a beer. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have ho- we have beers that have over 12, 15 pounds of hops per barrel in them, uh, which is just insane. So most beers have half a pound of hops per barrel in them. So yeah. we really like to take it to the extreme and nice. it's a lot of fun. A lot yeah, of people look, think that's wow. crazy. You guys um, buy any hops Like the look yeah. I just gave you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you guys buy any local hops or is it mostly yeah, we do. like from other states and stuff? Yeah, so we, we buy the best hops from wherever in the world they come from. Okay. Um, but we do buy a lot of local hops. There's a lot of great hops here in Michigan. Uh, we have a contract with Hophead Farms in Hickory Corners, uh, Michigan, and a lot of our Michigan hops come from there, as well as a couple other farms that we use uh, in the state as well that we get for, through various different okay. distributors. Yeah. So I, I kind of have a question going back to when we were talking about the names. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really because, like, I don't know, just re- just reading some of these names, I love it. Like Rice Krispies, Slip and Splash, The Grand, Silk in the Wind, Profound Technique. Like when I got down to Profound Technique, I'm just like – this totally reminds me of like when I was 17 years old coming up with band names <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning with my buddy. I like it. Right? Yeah. I just have musician background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, just like the most random, but like, no, it's got to sound cool. And like, I don't know. It, <laughs> I, I love it. I just think it, 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 it just kind of hits the spot. There are some know. good band names in here. You're right. right? Yeah. I know. Like, that's what it Camp reminds me shenanigans? of. Like I've totally been there. I've written that down at some point <laughs> in my You're life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The profound techniques are really interesting one too. So that was our hundredth batch. We'd that one for the first time in Granville and it's kind of a joke because we used all these heavy hitting hops in there that are really hard to screw up and we threw all of them into the same beer so it's going to be a beer that's like easy like not easy but you know it's hard to screw up and yeah, so nice. okay. hence the name profound techniques oh, so, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, there is some meaning to that's it right. it's not yeah, just yeah. like yeah how can we be cool you're not yeah. throwing a dart at a board yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the names well, sort of. the names are one thing but I, I think your guys is labeling is, yeah. is unbelievable. I, we don't have a video of, of or pictures of, of any of the cans, but they are absolutely they're, they're a piece of they're a piece of art. They really are. So where, who designs your 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 labeling and all that stuff? Because I think yeah. I think they're the the best I've ever seen. Honestly, yeah, I think you guys you. do a great yeah. job of that. Yeah, thank you. Really appreciate that. We put a lot of intention into it. We feel like what's on the outside. Um, you know, they say you can't judge a book by the cover, but what's on the outside also is a reflection of what's on the inside, right? Yeah, and vice yeah, versa. For sure. So um, that's deep. 
we really <laughs> feel like Arcan yes. is a canvas for our artwork. And mm -hmm. uh, so we actually have, for all of our oil painting style labels, it's a local artist by the name of Jordan Roberts. Okay. We're starting to uh, work with a couple other local artists as well. So um, a lot of the reason why we have the trail series label or the trees on most of our cans is because it's hard to create that much artwork that quickly, right? Okay. And so uh, we're Super gonna start working right, with some yeah. others. It's also why for the sours, we knew we were going to do a bunch of different fruits into a similar base beer. And so that's why we just do a different color can. So okay. we changed the label to be a reflection of the fruit colors that are yeah. in there. And then the stouts are all a black label with gold kind of print on it. So oh, that's kind of nice. how so we kind of like matches like what's actually on the inside. It, exactly. it does reflect the outside as well. I yeah. think I, I before we kind of got involved with um, Sicilianos and they helped us decide what beers to drink and all mm -hmm. that stuff. It was like I would just go in and I would look at the cans that were attractive. And I'm not talking about anything other than the beer. Like the cans are the first thing I noticed, you know, like the labels yeah. and all that stuff. So uh, I got to give Sicilianos credit. That's how I discovered yeah. these guys. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Simcoe Drops. Uh, I walked in there one day and the lady said, hey, just try try this beer. It's it's from Arvon. They're out in Granville, so I I tried it and I was hooked instantly. Yeah, yeah. Was well, that in the big bottle? Is that when we were no, still doing it, bottles with the can? Was no, it, the can? it was the it was the can. Okay, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So Katie first got us in there, and we were selling IPAs in uh, twenty-two ounce bottles, oh. which is not the right format for that <laughs> beer. But uh, it was the idea of like, let's put this in a bottle and see if anyone actually wants it. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, Katie is Siciliana. That was the first place we ever sold a bottle of beer because she was like, well, let's just give me twelve really? and we'll try it. Yeah. Oh, oh that's very awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. You got you got a fan on. I like got a, a fan on Facebook, by far my favorite brewery, he says. Cheers. Oh, that's thanks. Mike Workema. Awesome. Uh, yep. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, so so we, we talked a little bit about Jake. He does all the brewing. Yeah. Obviously, he's not here to tell us the story, but do you yeah. happen to know, like, what interested him in brewing to begin with and make him want to start home brewing and turn this into Arvon? Yeah, so I could totally screw this up, and if I do, Jake's apologies. But uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe next time, <laughs> next episode, he'll have to come on. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean from a young age, and, and really the whole family um, are creators, and so his grandpa Stanko, um, who we actually have a beer named after um, as well, um, but he used to make sausage and make all you know bread and all these different things, and so that kind of inspired uh, Jake and his brothers to kind of do similar types of things, and. Uh, Jake's older brother used to have a homebrew system in Canada because in Canada, beer is super expensive. And so if you homebrew, it's a lot cheaper. And so uh, Luke ended up moving out to California to be a winemaker. And uh, so there was a homebrew set up there. And then Jake uh, started brewing some beer and it was really darn good. And so then he upgraded the system a few times and uh, still homebrew or still, you know, kind of moved into that homebrewing world. And so um, he was at one point homebrewing once a week. Okay. Uh, which you know was really fun for all the friends and families. Yeah, so, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's really good. So Jake's like really special talent is he can envision a recipe and get it to come out in the beer the first time. So a lot of breweries do experimental batches and that sort of thing, and we don't. We just do a beer, we announce it's coming out, and then we package it and finish it before we really know what the end wow. product is. Yeah, um, and then it turns out to be like what you guys are drinking. That's really so, cool. Yeah. So. How long was Arvon home brewing before you actually created an LLC or a DBA? I mean, before you went yeah. into business? Yeah, so um, that's a good question. A few years. <laughs> yeah, so Jake was home brewing, uh, gosh, I can't remember, three, four, five years, something okay. like that, okay. All right. um, before we started the LLC. Um, and then after that, still home brewed for you know, another 
what, 18 months or something like that as we work through building out the facility out there in Granville. For sure. Yeah. So okay, cool. Did it, correct me if I'm wrong. You said Simcoe Drops was the first one you sold. I don't remember the first beer we sold to Siciliano. Do you remember which one the first the first beer you brewed like under? Yeah, Argon's the first name? beer that we released. So we released three at one time, and I can only remember two. But I know for, for sure the first one was Detour Reef, uh, and so Detour Reef is a lighthouse in Michigan, but special to us because that's where Jake and his family used to vacation in the summertime. So they actually oh, right. own some property on Drummond Island, and oh, so it's a lighthouse cool. off awesome. of Drummond nice. Island. And so that was where, so all of the first lighthouses that we did had a special meaning to some of us. So South Haven's where I used to go as a kid. We yeah. drive out there and be on the lake, uh, you know, listen to the guitars, all that sort of thing. Um, so that was one. South Haven was another one. It was one of the first ones we released. I want to say it was, it was I know it was another lighthouse. I want to say it was, um, White Shoal, if I remember correctly. So okay. it was those three, yeah. All right. That's a good beer. Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's a good beer. <laughs> Micah, I, don't, I can't even take you serious anymore because every beer from Arvon's is just the greatest thing ever for me. Wow. Like you're, you're six to midnight since we walked in the place. Well, so. I mean, look at the place. The place is cool. The <laughs> no, beer is I, awesome. I agree completely. I love your guys. Like, I love your marketing. Like, the, the logos, the name, like, the meaning behind all, Like, your artwork, obviously. Is, you got to redo our logo. It's awesome. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do you, are you guys hiring? Like, can, can we hire you to, to redo our logo a <laughs> little bit? Or rebrand Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so we actually bit? used an awesome, uh, an awesome individual. So she's actually, she was in, I'm going to screw that up too, the Dominican Republic when she did it, but she's actually Jake's cousin, uh, did our logo for us. Uh, She's now living in Texas, but she went to school for that and uh, did a phenomenal job. We actually just told her what we wanted the business to embody and be and kind of what our cultural values were. And that's what she created, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I feel like this is such a family run brewery, just a little bit of everything from a little bit of everyone. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's awesome. So you got... So you're running the business side. Yeah. Uh, Jake's doing most of the brewing, all of the brewing. Um, yeah. How many, how many employees are, are under the Arvon company? Yeah, so we've got 12 now, um, not including all the family that kind of helps, helps out. out. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah. So Jake's mom does our merchandising. Uh, Jake's sister, who's my wife, Lauren, does our social media marketing and a lot of our marketing stuff. And so we've right. got family kind of intertwined all this. But we have 12 employees uh, currently, um, two are assistant brewers. So Jake okay. is the primary brewer. He brews, brews the majority of beer, but we're now doing a couple double batch days. And so we have kind of first and second shift on those days. And so Jake brews the first, they're brewing the second. Okay. Um, and they do all the packaging and most of the cleaning and all that stuff. So, uh, and then we've got, um, taproom staff who were hired as taproom staff. We've got a couple Cicerones, which are kind of like sommeliers for wine and Cicerone is for beer. And they're now delivering beer to your doorstep and doing curbside delivery and all that <laughs> other stuff. So uh, we've definitely pivoted a little bit, but oh, that's, that's kind of, awesome. yeah, a great that's a team. Pivot. Yeah. yeah, for I sure. F- I feel like you guys kind of spearheaded that, didn't you? With the whole, like, you know, come come pick up the beer and then we'll deliver your beer and that, and how, how, how that's impacted you guys through COVID. I mean, that... That's been yeah. really good for you, hasn't it? Yeah, that's really saved us. So thank you for all the fans and uh, and people who come every week and buy our beer. You know, certainly uh, you guys made the difference, and we really appreciate that. But yeah, we um, we're looking at you know how we could get beer to people and and really providing a little bit of sunshine in their cloudy days. And yeah. uh, you know, started we were. We initially were like, okay, we'll go to one city. We'll try this out. We'll see what happens. And it was so well received in Kalamazoo. We started having Lansing be like, wait, where are you com- when are you coming here? And so uh, <laughs> Ann Arbor was the same. Royal Oak was the same. And so we started expanding it out. And so now we try to get to each of those cities about once a month and uh, take them some beer. So, 
I mean, so you guys do so many different flavors. You've, you've already mentioned the types of beer you do. Is there a certain image that you guys want to have? I feel like yeah. and I, I, we, we were obviously the hops were very close to them. Yeah. Um, one thing that Eric always mentioned was like lagers was, yeah. was his kind of go-to. Do you guys have a go-to that you want to be known for? Or is it just kind of like we'll try anything, we'll do anything? Uh, yeah. Make anything, I guess. Like, what, what is you guys' vision of, of yeah. what you want to be known for in, in the West Side? Yes, yeah, so we, we want to be Flavor Ford, I think okay. is the summation of it, right? And, uh, you know, we started with New England style IPAs, and that's all we were doing for a long time, multiple years, right? Two, three years. And, and then we started getting into this heavily fruited sour game, right? And so they're not going to be as sour as, say, some of the kings in that area, like speciation, but it, it's super flavor forward, super approachable. And that's kind of where we want to be. We want to be approachable and super flavor forward. And uh, if we're hitting on those two things, then it doesn't matter if it's a lager or a stout or, a, um, you know, those sorts of things. Seltzers, we're doing some heavily fruited seltzers, um, oh, okay. which have a ton of flavor in them. So, um, but we will always be doing, uh, I think probably 80 to 90% of our productions, New England style IPA still. Okay. Let me ask you this. Is there anything wrong with a grown man who enjoys a seltzer? <laughs> Not sure I can answer that. <laughs> oh. Because can, I enjoy <laughs> them. Yes, you can and tell then me. When, when I order them in, in, in public. I think the problem is so he's not afraid to admit ordering. it. Like, I like <laughs> seltzers, but I'm not a, I, I won't admit it. I yeah. admit it. I he admits them. it. I, like I think them. that's the biggest problem. I think problem. they taste good. I'm not I, a seltzer fan. Listen, I think it's situational <laughs> awareness, yeah. right? So you don't go into a biker bar and you, oh, and you go, oh, no, that'd be one me. White Claw, please. No, that'd be me. <laughs> I'll take a Truly if you got it. you have any specials? White Claw? No, I think the seltzers definitely have a place. And I think there's going to be a, a broader spectrum of what seltzers are. You know, I think there's going to be some heavily, you know, fruited ones. There's going to be some that are more tart, some that are more sweet. Um, there's, you know, a lot of breweries doing different things. There's a super sweet smoothie style um, seltzer game going on uh, out of Ann Arbor uh, from our friends at Holmes or Troubadou or whatever they're called now. So um, pretty fun stuff. So you're going to see all sorts of things coming out for sure. Where, where did you say that was? Sorry, I missed it. I think it's Troubadou. Well, could like, be what, pronouncing that wrong. Traverse City? Uh, Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. Oh, it's close. Other Yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> Usually, yeah. <laughs> usually Ann Arbor sticks to me really well, and I get it. But surprised, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Um, so, I mean, do you have a favorite beer personally that the Arvun's brewed? Yeah, so I think my favorite beer is actually Voyager, and probably for a couple of reasons. So when we were starting this adventure, we, uh, we being Jake, I, and, and some family members, went out to Boston, started tasting some beers. We, wanted, we knew we wanted to do New England-style IPAs, but we wanted to do them right. And there weren't really many, really any in the state when we started doing them. And uh, so we wanted to go and taste, taste them from the folks who started it all. And so we went out there and we were doing that. And actually on the car ride back to the airport in Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, Jake was in the back on his computer doing the recipe. Wow. And so that was kind okay. of like the original wow. recipe <laughs> of the New Englands. Yeah. Wow, and uh, has some of my favorite hops. So it's Galaxy, Citra, Mosaic. Um, so all awesome hops. So if you go back to the start of the show, Citra, Mosaic, and the beer that I was drinking, yeah. uh, you'll see a theme there. Um, but yeah, so that's one of my favorite beers. I think it's super underrated uh, personally, but uh, awesome beer. So... The, the seltzer that you guys have, is it the fruit fruit dip or fruit drip? Fruit drip, yeah. Drip. Okay. Like fruit dripping into okay. the beer. Yeah. My wife says the fruit drips are so good. Yeah. Love some. Awesome. See? And then, with seltzer. And yeah. then Mike Workman says they are the IPA champs. 
champs. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the trophy, the, the seven trophy months, champs. Yeah. I mean, over there. We got yeah, so yeah, so we drink out of that by the end of the night. No, you didn't earn that. That's what you always say to me about Mark Stanley's cup. You didn't earn that. You'd have to take the Uber home, I think. Ryan has a question. We're sharing mics here. Well, that six feet. That was a quick six feet mic change there. Yeah, I mean, okay. So I want to go back to something that I brought off off air. So I know we've already talked about this a little bit, but. The Citroen Mosaic, I think that's a, oh, a story worth talking about, right? Because we learned that oh, that, that's true. that yeah. is like a Pacific Brent Northwest, yeah, yeah. yeah, where those hops yeah. come from with the Citroen Mosaic. But it's always associated with New England IPAs. So that yeah. just kind of confused me. East Coast, West Coast, what's going on there? Yeah, so um, the Pacific Northwest has the best growing climate for hops in general. I mean, Michigan has an awesome growing climate kind of along that latitude that we're at. But um, they're doing phenomenal hops there um really where the new england style name came from uh and so also in new england style beers there's a lot of australian hops new zealand hops as well but where the name came from is there was a brewer uh, john kimmick who went up and started the alchemist in um, outside of burlington vermont and he kind of pioneered the style and so he did heady topper so he wanted to produce the best ipa in the world that was his goal and he only did one beer and he kept iterating on it until he thought it was perfect and uh, you know, it says keep cold, keep in the can, because at that point, hazy was not cool. And it had to be clear, otherwise it was a defect. And that beer is hazy. Yeah. And so- you Can't, know, keep can't it, break the beer rules, right? Right, <laughs> that's this right. like breaking so, the rules. Keep yeah. it in the can and no one will know, right? And uh, okay. also you keep the aromatics and stuff uh, throughout the experience. And so John Kimmick kind of pioneered that uh, along with some of the you know, folks shortly for them in Treehouse and Trillium in Boston, uh, New England, you know, New England Brewing Company, there's a bunch of them out there. And so really that style was um, popular uh, in the New England Northeast before anywhere else. And so that's really where the name comes from. Um, when we actually started selling our beer, we started selling it here as an IPA. We didn't put New England style on there. And we got a bunch of feedback from customers saying, well, I bought this and I thought it was going to be like a normal quote unquote IPA. Yeah. And so just because it was normal to us, it wasn't normal to them. And they were actually kind of bummed that they bought something that was cloudy. Right. Mm-hmm. And so okay. we started putting it on the label and want to make sure that people know what they're getting into. Uh, it's going to be definitely much more flavorful and hazy than <laughs> what they're experiencing previously. If, if they're not used to hazy beer. Yeah. So, so you seem to like the new England IPAs. Yeah. Is there one outside of Arvon that that's your favorite? Preferably locally, Michigan. He doesn't want. Like, can you? Can yeah. you who wants to say can, that? Can Come on th- now. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so going. I mean, in Michigan, there's some awesome breweries doing them, um, especially in the last five years. It really come up. So, excuse me, Holmes Brewery uh, is one of them. So they're in Ann Arbor. Holmes, awesome, awesome guys out there. Wax Wings. We just did a collaboration with Wax Wings here. What we released out a week ago. Where is um, Wax Wings? It's in Kalamazoo, off Gall Road. Okay. So, uh, Robin. Aaron and guys are awesome there. Uh, really good friends with them. Transients, of course, been doing great hazies for a long time. Uh, and I don't know exactly where they're at, but they're in Bridgman. Southwest. Bridgman, nice word. Yeah, that's right. Bridgman. Uh, yeah. So that's a f- uh, we learned that. <laughs> we learned that a couple times. <laughs> a couple <today>. times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a few of kind of the, the breweries that are my favorites. Homes, Homes and Wax Wings are probably the two that, you know, we know the closest and are doing some awesome stuff, yeah. Yeah, do you have a favorite like Grand Rapids base that like when yeah. you want to get out of work, ish, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, like get away from the the work environment? When you leave you, the beer scene. Would, what beer yeah. scene to go to? Yeah, yeah. when you, when you yeah. leave this beer scene, <laughs> <laughs> like, is there a local you one that you, that you like to work? Go? Yeah, <laughs> we don't work at anyone else's work, but we definitely go and enjoy their beer. So we probably you know Speciation's doing amazing sours. So if you're into super sour, you know they do theirs obviously a little bit they different. Are, yeah, than, than they're we do. so good, but they're. So 
something sour. Yes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you're into that, though, that's the place to go. Um, and then the places we probably find ourselves at most um, are City Built and Broadleaf. Um, so okay. a couple of the fairly newer breweries, but awesome food, good beer. City Built for people. the tacos, right? Yeah, yeah we've been yeah. we've talked about City Built quite <laughs> yeah, a bit on this podcast. I would say every third episode. Yeah, that's, it's usually that's about my the tacos. fault. <laughs> I love the tacos. I love all their it's food. Good, yeah, very good. Absolutely. <laughs> also good beer, and, and I agree with you. Yeah, yeah it's cool. great people, yeah. yeah. Uh, so do you have, like, more of a personal, do you have a most overrated beer style? I feel like, like New England IPAs can get labeled wrong, or, like, yeah. some, some of the beer, quote-unquote, beer snobs could be, like, New England's... Yeah, it's not even a real IPA or and yeah. stuff like that. Um, no, not not experimented on this. Nobody said that on the podcast, not that I remember. But, uh, is there a most overrated beer style that you think that comes kind to mind? Experimenting for you? as you do it. I have no idea what I was going with that. I was, yeah, it Undefined. Was, it was just a little scary. It was a bad joke. Not without beer. <laughs> you weren't there when. But, uh, is there overrated yeah. beer style in your your opinion? I mean, there's definitely a lot of people who like to hate on different styles or different processes. I mean, uh, I don't know that there's one, you know, a lot of these styles are kind of becoming like pizza or burgers, right? Of, there's so many different directions you can go, right? You can have a Hawaiian pizza or a pepperoni pizza or a cinnamon dessert pizza, right? There's all yeah, sorts right. of different ways you can <laughs> yeah. go with it, right? And so I think that that's what we're seeing with the IPA style, the stout style, is that they're not really in one one lane. Okay. Um, so. You know, in terms of overrated, I think that's really hard because I think that an IPA, like how can you overrate something that can be hazy and super fruit forward, but then you also have the West Coast style that's dry yeah. and clear, and then you also have kind of the multi Midwest style, and then there's everything in between. You know, you've got the ones that have lactose and all, like there's all sorts of different things you can do with it. And so I think it's really hard to say that that's overrated when it's so many things in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, so that's my personal opinion. One of the things that I think is actually underrated is sours. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, over the last couple of years, you've seen that speciation spearheaded that here in Michigan. And, uh, you know, some of these fruited sours, you know, there's just so many different things you can do with them. You know, even tonight here, you guys have had some that have candy and lactose in them. There's some that are like a smoothie style. There's some that are heavily fruited. There's some that are more like speciations that are dry. And, yeah, and tart, I can so. just say, I yeah. can just say from tonight, like, I become a huge sour fan, yeah. maybe just like an Arvon sour fan, could but be, I don't yeah. care. Like I'm, yeah. I'm really into this. This is super good. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like in, in sours for me, like if, if you go back a few episodes, it's like I talked about a sour and I was like, you know, I don't think I like sours. I don't think I like sours. And I think that's a, I don't think it, you know right. what I mean? When I actually drink it, like I sit and I'm like, all right, this is really good. And I want more. Yeah. And I think like that's something I that's, that's tro- truly growing like on me are the sours. And I don't know why, but yeah. it's just like they're growing on me big time. Kyle's kinda... thinking seltzers are next for him. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I turned you on to the, the sours. <laughs> seltzers are next. They, okay. they have helped change my taste in sours. I, I got a bad taste in sours so many years ago when, when they were new and upcoming. And it was there, there wasn't a whole lot of fruit in, in it. And I just didn't understand what, what's so sour about it. it. It just it didn't taste very good. Yeah. And I'm I'm not going to mention who it was. It's, there's no point in was it Sam's downing someone. It was Sam's brew. <laughs> okay, yeah. He tried that once. for sure. <laughs> yeah, crushed it <laughs> under the bus. Yeah, you know I think that really speaks <laughs> to uh, Michigan's craft beer industry in general. You know I think that over the last five years it's evolved so much. I mean you've seen players like Holmes, uh, Transient really 
uh, has come through. I might have my years off here, so apologies to anyone who's like, that was six years ago. Um, but even in Grand Rapids, you know, you have places like City Built that are doing some crazy stuff. And um, you, so you see a lot more experimentation. I know that's, uh, that's where you were going with that, right? Is, uh, yeah. A lot of experimentation <laughs> in terms of what you're throwing into the beer, what you can do with the beer. And I think that's healthy for the industry. You still have those traditional styles, which is awesome. You know, you've got the lager house at DeHops. Like, that's amazing, right? Like, we didn't have that previously. And so I think over the last few years, you're seeing more of these styles explored. And mm-hmm. I think that's great. And so I think one of the things in that is that if you were turned off to craft beer, say 10, 15 years ago, and you haven't come back, come back and try some of the other stuff. It's changed a lot. And, yeah. uh, you know, keep trying different stuff. If, you know, maybe we're not right for you, maybe we are. If we're not, there's probably another place that is. There's a lot of diversity out there. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a proudest beer moment? Like, it's probably going to be the award, right? Uh, <laughs> is that fair? Do I even need to ask that question? Or do you guys have some, no. <laughs> is there something else that stands out to you? I mean, maybe even cutting the ribbon of the doors or something like that. Is that? That would be yeah, I think it was super validating to get the the rewards. The two the two uh, trophies, if you will, that we won were both the same competition, but uh, Jurassic Hayes and Harbor Beach uh, back to back years. That's super validating and rewarding because that's the consumer judging that. But yeah, you know, honestly, we uh, the first week here in this new facility was insane. We sold I don't know way more beer than I ever imagined. I didn't know that many people like knew about us, let alone drink beer. And like, we're, it was it was insane. We had lines out the door and. I think to me, it was looking around and, and hopefully for Jake as well and just being like, wow, like we built this from the money that was in our pocket, starting with a one barrel brew house and a 700 square foot spot. Um, and that's pretty cool. Like it's pretty yeah, cool man. to see where we've come in and you, four years or like whatever. Like you said, you probably didn't even know and then you open here and all these people show up. Yeah. And all the, and yeah you're sell, nuts, I'm sure yeah. you're selling out of beer. and so it, Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. a big issue initially is we actually only well, had I mean, like five they, beers on yeah. tap because we couldn't yeah. keep up. Yeah. Uh, I was one of those guys in line <laughs> out the door. <laughs> yeah. I, I was late was, and Micah texted me. He goes, don't even come. They don't even have the beer I want. It's like, no, I'm going to come anyways. I'm like, uh, I got to support yeah. them. Right? Is that kind of how I never said to? that. No, I'm You're just terrible. <laughs> I'm just throwing my I think you guys oh. hung out at like a standing table. Over yeah, there. You couldn't yeah, even we get were, a seat. Yeah. We did. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah. um, and you guys have food trucks that come in. Yeah, so periodically we have food trucks. Um, you know, that's a little bit hit or miss right now with COVID. Um, so some of the food trucks aren't coming out uh, sure. right now because yeah. of the situation, but certainly have food trucks. We typically post on our Instagram when food trucks are coming out and keep that up to date. If there's not a food truck here, people can bring in food. So you can grab okay. food from wherever. Uh, Domino's, bring that in. Domino's across the street. And have it delivered here? Sure. Yeah. You can. Okay. Yeah. 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 Do, like do you have a personal favorite? I, Maybe that's throwing <laughs> some of the others under the bus. Yeah. I don't food think trucks? so, but I mean, you have you have a personal favorite, right? Uh, food trucks? Yeah. Oh man, they're all they're there's some really good oh, ones. Okay. So that's a good answer. Yeah, no, they are <laughs> though. So what I actually find is I actually have a specific thing at each one that I like. There so, you go. Um, yeah. Professional nice. answer. Yep. Well, I, nice. I would say that if we don't like them, they're probably not. Here. driving up right yeah. so i mean no, <laughs> yeah there's yeah. there's some good stuff on the menu we're happy to give recommendations for any of them um most of them do really awesome stuff absolutely so when arvon kind of became the vision that it's becoming yeah. right uh february you guys open your doors yeah. all, all that stuff is there one that's like by year three like we want to be at this level or, or anything <laughs> like that like i know that's probably yeah. i don't know if that's a fair question but like that's a, a different local brewery that other people would know about that you want to be measuring up to is that <laughs> our lighting just i don't know yeah someone's we're, we're, turning out the lights podcasts I think, take up a lot of i energy. think we're not <laughs> 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 yeah. i think uh 
Yeah, you were talking about COVID and delivery. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I think yeah, we're not moving down. enough. I think there's a motion sensor Somebody's that if you don't listening. move enough, they turn off. So it's got to wiggle more. Somebody dance around. <laughs> Ryan's going to Ryan's, Ryan's, Ryan's taking on a rain dance. The team. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I have no idea what's going on. So Jump higher. Fine. I might have to uh, do a rain dance next, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, sorry. What was that question? Uh, is there a, a local brewery that, that most pe- listeners would, would know that you yeah. guys are like, oh, yeah, yeah. that you want to measure up to? I don't want to say you want to become them or take over but like that, yeah. like that's your goal is be like i want to be at that level by year two or something along those lines yeah so this is probably not surprising uh to a whole lot of people so we started in a 700 square foot warehouse without a tap room which most people thought was like voodoo like you can't you can't do that and then we only distributed our beer we didn't sell anything out the door initially and I, so i've been there and i've walked up to sold out tables and i wanted that beer and it's gone yeah Uh, it was a terrible day at my house watching michigan football sold out of their good beer yeah screw them and they selling out of my favorite beer yeah sorry no no, that's good so um i would actually say we actually aspired to be different um so we didn't want to do what everyone else is doing and you know a couple months before we started mitch's speciation kind of started a similar type of business model um and we had kind of you know in parallel of course delivered uh kind of developed these things but i think there's a lot of craft beer to explore right it doesn't have to be a certain model there's not a blueprint for it and so for us it was just looking at what can we do and you know jake and i had to keep our full-time jobs to fund the brewery Mm -hmm. and to get it going and to make sure that we can pay the bills and all those things and so for us it was just you know how can we explore this dream without you know breaking the bank and you know going Putting your families in jeopardy and all that. Exactly, yeah. And so for us, it was just a a creative way of doing it. And we actually wanted to do something different to, you know, show folks that we can do it. We had a ton of people in the industry reach out and say we're either crazy or stupid. Uh, And, uh, you know, that's part of what happens when you forge a new. Yeah, that's right. When you forge a new path, it's kind of kind of part of it yeah, and reach out that. that's a really that's nice way of saying that <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of people reach out and tell us we were crazy yeah. Yeah. reach out like yeah hey, idiot like, like, yeah. i get that all the time yeah. you are really dumb but we're reaching <laughs> out to tell you that right. so remember yeah. that. i think that's a great testament to your guys beer and what you guys are doing in such a saturated market like grand rapids i mean it is it still considered beer city yeah oh, right sure. absolutely sure. never right. there's nothing that but, can take it away just like hockey but town then, that's right detroit so, so you guys open up your tap room. COVID hits, and then all of a sudden, you, you guys are, you guys are kind of scrapping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you, yeah. and you are starting to finally ascend up this COVID mountain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's that's great. It is. It's yeah. been an insane last six months. I mean, you could probably say that about every six months in our entire journey that sure. we've had. Um, you know, we certainly weren't expecting what we've uh, seen in many different ways. But, uh, yeah, certainly the COVID uh, mountain, as you put it, has been a, a challenge. But also it allowed us and forced us to explore things we never would have. We never would have started delivering. And I think a lot of restaurants wouldn't have started doing curbside and those sorts of things. And Yeah you know, such a great asset to have um, and have that feedback and be able to reach people who wouldn't be able to make the trek out here. So before we kind of turn into kind of asking you a couple fun, goofy little questions, I mean, yeah. is there anything exciting for Arvon that that's you're, you're personally excited about that, that people should know about? Yeah, absolutely. We have a lot of really fun stuff coming up. Um, and so uh, we just put together an awesome Halloween lineup. So check out our Instagram 
Uh, that's going to be releasing the Thursday before Halloween. We'll have oh, cool. uh, something really special for oh, you guys. What? So that's going to be really fun. Uh, Micah's, act- Micah's already in line. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are sold out. Smith, Smith, Smith. <laughs> yeah. Smith. We, also, uh, we also have um, some awesome beers. So you may have seen the color of mine changed a little bit. So we have uh, a chocolate peanut butter stout that's going to be coming out in the Brewker release. So it's going to be a Brewker exclusive uh, coming out for the members here on September 12th. So if you're not in the Brewker, sorry. How do I sign up? It's on the website. <laughs> uh, so on the website, you can sign up and uh, there's a wait list for it. But uh, those who are on the wait list, uh, essentially now, uh, will get access to the beer. Those who aren't, won't. Uh, we also have uh, one of our most popular sours. It tasted like a fresh peach. So many people will be pumped that we're coming back out this with this one. Just peachy. It's coming back out here in the next couple of weeks. So uh, nice. stay tuned on our Instagram Just for that. Peachy. See people checking the list. It's not on right now, but it'll yeah. be done here shortly. So that's got... Um, Micah, Micah tried pe- to get in early. That's right. Tons <laughs> of peaches and uh, peach ring candies in that one. So, um, yeah. Sounds peachy. A lot right. of really cool stuff coming. All right. So one Love thing it. that we ask all of our guests. Yep. Do the, Do you have a favorite I don't, domestic or what, what's the right word? Streamline beer that's outside yeah. of the. Non-craft. Mainstream? Yeah. Mainstream. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Non-craft yeah. beer. Yeah. Secular yeah, beer. Secular, yeah. Secular. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> <laughs> you have a favorite okay. a favorite one of those like you know the you know which ones i'm yeah, asking yeah, yeah. about yeah so actually um kind of what's been in my beer fridge all uh summer not winter we're not winter. <laughs> all summer is corona so corona with a fresh lime it's oh, hard to hey, go wrong hey, there hey, yes. hey. I'm a big fan. corona or corona light <laughs> oh i'm a corona guy corona yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I do, do you put a lime in it or no I do, yeah, yeah. So, uh, just yeah. said Corona with a fresh slice. You know, sometimes I go cheap you know, on it. I, I don't. Listening but. issue, Kyle. <laughs> it's usually only Thanks for pointing me. it out to everybody. Do, do you he do knows, the thing like that everyone does? Is put the lime in and then turn it upside down? So I don't. I find that my thumbs kind of fail me and it squirts on my face a lot. <laughs> so uh, I actually just put it in my mouth and turn it upside down, and it, it does similar things. So yeah. And it goes right to your stomach. That's right. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> similar things. <laughs> All right. The last thing we were so we're, this is throwing you off. I didn't even prepare you for this. Yeah. Every so on episode, we fill a segment with our banana boat. So I don't know if you're familiar with the banana boat, but it's you name your top four of X, Y, and Z of your favorite thing. We we know you're a Spartan. So I want you to give us your banana boat of favorite Spartans of all time. Fun fact, my, my mom owns an ice cream store, and so I know what a banana boat is uh, pretty well. Very funny. So, um, yeah, four Spartans. So, uh, you know, Tom Izzo, I think, is definitely up there. Uh, Certainly a classy guy. I mean, whenever you're willing to put yourself on a Broadway stage and dance around and then also go uh, toe-to-toe the way he does uh, with a lot of folks. I don't know if he's a Spartan or not. He coaches there. He's not, you know, he's a a, guy, right? I I think that's fair. Allowed? I let it pass. All right. Whoa. I was really dumb. I'll never do that again. But I meant to be like, like a... Yeah, just oh, that's, right. the, uh, that's the second race, spurt of emotion on the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, so he was yeah. yelling earlier too. Oh, oh, man. Proud up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be certainly oh, one. Um, kind of keeping along the leadership uh, theme. So I guess I'm kind of impressed by. As I think about the fourth, I'll have to remind you if I'm impressed by all their leadership, but at least the first three. So. Um, next one's Mateen Cleves. I mean, when you get injured and still lead your your team to a championship, like. You kind of got to yeah. give it to him. Good guy. Especially thinking about what the Flintstones accomplished in their career and how they led through that. I mean, that's just impressive, right? And so I uh, certainly appreciate that. And, and super fun to watch too, right? Um, yeah. In an era where 
in my opinion, point guards weren't really that fun to watch. I think he brought a lot to the game. Yeah. Um, I guess I I can't mention point guards in Michigan State without Magic, but I'm going to leave him off the list for a minute because that wasn't really my Ooh. era. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I hope yeah. your dad is not watching. Yeah, uh, my dad will get yeah, really yeah, mad yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah, leave yeah. Him you said my list. favorite. I didn't say best Spartans, right? So, uh, You've got to make our favorite, listeners so. happy, though, too. I, I should put that in the, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the fine print. <laughs> Maybe five, then. Can you do an extra <laughs> scoop on top? Um, you know, probably third would be uh, Kirk Cousins. So, you know, again, thinking about leadership, um, you know, certainly appreciate his character and how yes. he's handled himself, you know, in a position where I think you can get a, a, allow a lot to get away from you. I think he's been heady. And also thinking about his journey to East Lansing has been kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Thinking about how he kind of came in, got offered scholarship late, kind of had to prove himself, you know, a little yeah. bit rooting for the underdog that's always that's winning. Story. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I like and then that. making he a seems bunch like a, of money. I like genuine. <laughs> Nice human being. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like a, he's just a West Michigan guy. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, hundred million dollar contract. Right? All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes him a little bit nice. Hundred percent guaranteed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. All right. So um, you got one more to fill your boat. Yeah. So the last one's gonna be probably be a little bit controversial. Uh, the thing I really like about this one is uh, he's always been a winner. And everyone always expected him to fail, and that's Draymond Green. Ugh. I'm out. So, uh, <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. I got you. So, I got you. you know, huge fan. Obviously, but, no, we're done. We're done. I'm a huge fan. Obviously, not the most, uh, you know, tactful at times. No, but very tactful. Opposite. Uh, very, very tactful. I think so. so I like think there's parts of him that yeah. are, he's doing things for a reason. Yeah. We yeah. criticize so many people and athletes specifically for not being themselves, but then when they're polished, like Russell Wilson. We're like, yeah, that's that's bad too, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, you like, can't win. You can't win. Yeah. And so, um, you know, Draymond, I think he's always been himself. Is he overly emotional? I don't know. Maybe. Does that lead to great leadership and winning? Probably. He's yeah. won at every level, right? And uh, is always talked about from his teammates. I mean, you've got insanely Hall of Famers, right? Like Clay and Stefan. Stefan? Stefan. 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 So you've got, you know, and Katie, and they're all saying that Draymond's the leader on the team. I mean, I don't know. That's something special. He's undersized. He plays with giants. He can defend any position on the court. I mean, that dude's pretty impressive. Yeah. And it's all heart. Like, physically, he's not what he's supposed to be like he is more what than what he is and i yeah. think when you can get that much out of someone as a human like that's pretty cool to see and watch and yeah certainly he comes across as a little abrasive at times but that's well, just he who was, he is right yeah, and he was the one who like when they made the final four you know they didn't have that great of a team no and it, and it was and it was really him it was yeah. his yeah. team and yeah, he yeah. did it he made it happen yeah, yeah. I, no, I think I if i took my bias my bias out of it like i would probably really like him i don't like the spartans obviously I don't like the uh, Warriors. Warriors. I don't like what they do. And Dray, Dray, Draymond Green's probably one of the biggest reasons. And, yeah. I, and it's probably unfair because for the most part, like everything you described is what I want to be when yeah. I was playing hockey and like all of those things. Like I wanted to be an a-hole. I wanted to be all of those things. <laughs> you um, wanted to be? I, I was good at it, right? It was You're really good. good. At it now. Um, <laughs> but like, that's like what I really like attached to. But for some reason with Draymond, like I won't let myself do it. And it's probably unfair, but it's but exactly what I honestly would love on my teams. I yeah. feel like Draymond is probably like the Chris Chelios. We hated the guy back in the day until he joined the team. If he ended up <laughs> on your team, man, you'd be then so you pumped. Him. Yeah, it's a good point but and i think that's too from like a marketing standpoint too if you're that polarizing people love to watch because they love him right and then they love to watch because they hate him right yeah. and so 
from a brand, you know, personal brand standpoint, show me a number three on a team or number four on a team who's been able to develop that type of name recognition and branding. Like that's also yeah. impressive. So, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. not saying it's the way I'd go no. about it, but I, I also just like seeing the guy from Michigan, you know, that goes yeah. and like gets drafted in the second round is nobody's expecting anything out of him. And no. then he becomes a household name. Yeah. yeah. And, yep. he, and he really does. He has his own identity. He does his own thing. So yeah. I, I, I yeah. think that's a good banana boat. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. 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 So, so just for the record, no magic Johnson. No magic. <laughs> All right. But, Dad, but Dad, Draymond Green. Dad, sorry, but. We gave him an honorary. <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying that's to gonna get. That's going to be the, the caption on this episode. I've been right trying right? to yeah. get my dad to like Arvon start Brewing. dive Draymond diving Draymond into Green. the It's better than magic. Better than magic. Uh, Heard it here first. That's but right. I, I'm sorry. I'm sure he won't come here to try craft beer. Like this is, we're just gonna have to cross this one off the list. I've been trying to get him to, to buy in, but I don't think Arvon's gonna do the job because of because of that. But uh, it's your it's your banana boat. You can fill it how you want. So uh, well, I, I really appreciate you having us once again, yes, and appreciate you, you sitting yeah. here and talking and answering all of our questions and just letting our listeners know a little bit more about yourself and about Arvon and all that good I stuff. Just think, yeah, it was a, yeah. such an easy conversation. And uh, we, we talk a lot on this podcast about just like supporting local, especially during these times. We've seen how fragile everything can be. And I just love hearing about like how local this really is, yeah. you know, and yeah. how family oriented it is. And kind of how you, like how you fought through, you opened and then yeah. had yeah. to yeah. shut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah you get, is, but you get yeah. creative and that's what you guys yeah. have done. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys. And yeah, I kudos just want to encourage yeah. everybody to, you know, support, get out supporting here. and yeah, come out here, see what our event's all about. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thanks guys. Appreciate you. It was fun. Here we go. Go. Yeah, now. Go now. I hate when you guys do this. <laughs>
a false start every other week that's like, what in the world are you doing? And he seems to have like two holding calls every three weeks. That's just like, oh, my goodness. And it, you want to pull your hair out, but that's just that's just the nature of football, I guess, right? Like every team goes through that to, to an extent, um, other than the Packers because they get every call in the uh, world. Um, but, I mean, I like <laughs> Decker. I, I do like him. I, I think they paid him <laughs> what he what, what he deserves. I, I and I'm I'm really truly okay with this with yeah, this I am too. deal. And I, it, it just sorry, go ahead. It, well, it's, it's it's solidifying um, one part of your game, I guess that you've you've determined that this this will be consistent at least. Well, yeah, I mean there were, there was an option of taking a left tackle in the draft this year because of the question mark of Decker. Yep. We're not going and into 2021. Wondering if we have a left tackle, right? So hopefully we don't have a top three pick next year, and we don't even have to worry about left <laughs> yeah. tackle. Oh, we won't. you're you're much better off, like you said before, paying the man instead of starting over. Yeah, and I will give you kudos, unlike you to me. So no, I will never well, give. He's got to be game. the bigger man. So be. Kyle, I think that's 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 your opportunity to start the the music here. Is this the one you wanted? Wait, am I supposed to turn up the music? No, not that, Kyle. Oh, We're not doing draft. Want? Turn it up a little bit. We just need it in the background. Wow. Hold on. No. Is that it, buddy? <laughs> all right. That's okay. what we normally is say all the, the time. <laughs> you don't even have to worry about that chime. I heard that 4,000 times. <laughs> okay, here we go. I think I got it. Okay, there we there go. There we go. <laughs> the reason why we're doing that is because we are playing the schedule game. Is this on a loop? Whoa. Uh, nope. you got to restart it when it goes off. Because we've been doing this so long, I don't even know how to this So we got a schedule game it. here. What we're going to do is we're going to all say just quickly go through the, the Detroit Lions schedule, win or loss. Win. And oh. luckily we have Brett. Here. I As we, yeah, I thought he, we started. He is our Abraham Lincoln today that we don't have to flip a coin. We just have to ask Brett to to give us a thumbs up or thumbs down for the win or loss. Basically, I like, I like this music. Brett Good looks music. younger Thank than you. Abraham Lincoln. A little bit. Can, yeah. we little bit. can we stop talking so I can see how loud this music is real quick? All right, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are excellent. Maybe bump it up a little bit. No, no, we're good. All right, we're let's good. Rocket good. boys. Right, so let's start it off. You know, Week I think one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. September thirteenth. Yeah. We are less than two weeks away, guys. Boom. Less than two weeks away from the first game. Lions. They are hosting the Chicago Bears in front of that ruckus crowd. That's going to fill up. Ruckus is the word. Well, there's TV. not going to be anyone there, so it doesn't matter how yeah. I pronounce it. But you it. know what? They're going to have the, the soundtrack <laughs> playing in the background. Yeah, it's a great point. Good. Just turn the volume all the way up, and it's going to be the tough place to play. All right, so we're hosting Chicago week one. We'll start with Kyle. Win or loss? Win. Ryan? Win. Micah? Win. I have a win as well. That's a sweep. That's the only yeah. time I'm thinking that's going to happen. Yeah. So, I, I, look, and I think whether Trubisky starting or Foles is starting, I like the Lions' chance in this game. I really do. I think this offense is going to be healthy. The offense is going to be sick. They're going to win this game. They're going to win it easily. Okay. Week right. two at the Green Bay Packers. Kyle. Loss. Ryan. Win. Micah. Loss. I got a win. I'm going to tell you a little bit why before we ask Brett to jump in. Look, Green Bay plays Minnesota week one, and then at State's week two, or week three. We're right in the middle of the tough games, quote-unquote tough games. We're going to freaking show them up. We, we led most of those games last week or last year. They didn't lead for any – they led for 0.00 minutes. Yeah, we've got their number minus the winning number. part, but we yeah. got their number. We have their number. Packers are going to be humbled. Already. But, but Brett has uh, – he gave me a thumbs down. That oh, means no. a loss. That means a loss. Thumbs down for the Packers? I think we should flip a coin. We should really <laughs> – <laughs> you guys down for a coin? Let's I try see how this nope, is going. I like where we're at. <laughs> All right, so week three, uh, they are at Arizona. Kyle, start us off. Loss. Micah. 
Ooh. Oh, wait. Ryan. Really? Ryan? Yeah. Boss. Right. <laughs> Micah. Sorry, you got to start the music. What? Right, Kyle. How are you giving these guys a loss? I'm going to give them a win. Oh. I'm, I'm giving them a win as well, mainly because I'm not on the Cliff Kingsbury train. I, Kyler I, Murray, I think, is overrated. I Look, don't. I know they I got DeAndre either. Hopkins, but... Look, I'm, I'm I, telling you, I think the Lions are built to win the game. That offense is video games. Yeah, I do not want to see them. I right, think so Kyler Murray is good, but you better have more faith in your defense. That's for damn sure. Yeah. All right. He got a thumbs up. Yes. I knew the coin thing was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. All right. So we are two and one. All right. So week four, here we are against New Orleans. Win or loss, Kyle. Loss. Micah. Hard or loss. Ryan. I, sorry. I just do my good next. Right. Just, right. that's, that's a loss. That's your natural thing. Ryan. Uh, is uh, Kamara on the team? Or Currently, no? yes. No, no, I know. But, yeah. like, I'm, I'm playing week four here. Are they, are they on, is he on the team? Yes, he is. 100%. All right, loss. I got a loss as well. The only way, like, I mean, yeah. Win. They're, they're I'm going to go lose. win. Oh, it's still a loss. Uh, okay. I do want to mention. <laughs> you're playing oh, against okay. Cesar Ruiz. I, I do want to mention. Stud. That you play in the Saints, they play the Packers the week before, the Chargers after. It's just, I mean, I I do think this is one of those games. We saw what was it last year or the year before? I think it was the year before where the Lions beat the Patriots and they were undefeated at the time. Yeah, or, was that that like, game? Yeah, that that game? I mean, this seem the Lions. It's not like this would be the biggest shock, but if they do beat the uh, if they do beat the Saints, they're probably going to lose to Arizona before that. Probably Chicago. On so it's going to be like lose. the worst win right. you could find. Yeah, we're so. going to have to see major pr- improvement for the first couple weeks to be like have a chance going into that game. Yeah. On paper, what we know, they should lose that game. Right. Week five, bye week, uh, win. Bye week. Who bye week. Yeah, I was going to say who wins. That's always win. a loss. It's a loss. It's a loss for everybody. Come All on. All right. So man. now we're at Jacksonville. Kyle. Win. Micah. Win. Ryan. Win. I got a win as well. That's a nice little sweep there. And we're we'll moving down to at Atlanta. Uh, Kyle? Who's the quarterback in Atlanta right now? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Still? Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Just think Matthew Stafford. There's nobody else but older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to win there. And I don't really. I, I don't. Micah. No, I like the win. That's a good choice. They got uh, Gurley, right? Ty Gurley? They do have yeah. Todd Gurley. I'll go win. Ryan. Uh, Ty Gurley's been injured for five weeks at that point, so I'm going to go win. <laughs> That's a good point. Wow, man. I, I'm actually the one I said I don't see how – no, sorry. I personally think the Lions should be and are the better team on paper. I, I think this is one of the games – you pick as a loss, personally. I was going to go with well, loss, and it, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the hard part because it's the Lions, right? So they're going to lose games they should win. They're going to win games they should lose. But Same. the losing is going to be five games they should win. They're going to lose. And <laughs> one, the pick is in. They're going to win one game they should lose. They're going to win. <laughs> All right. I picked a loss, and I feel good that's about the it. That's the most confused I've ever been on me, this podcast. You guys beat me 3-1. But I'm, I'm happy either way. I'm going to say they lose that game. <laughs> so, <But they laughs> He's six to midnight just because of others' of choices. Yeah, they still get the, the win. They still get the win. <laughs> what are these other All right, so now we are at week eight against the Indianapolis Colts. Phillip Rivers. Is it going to work? Question mark? Kyle? Win. Micah? Loss. Ryan? Win. It's not going to work. Phillip Rivers can barely throw the ball. I got to win as well. Oh. This is feeling really good. He's got really a million like, kids. I really like our Barely chances. throw the ball. Like nine kids. I think his kid probably. Been watching? I think he's at twelve better. I think he's at a dozen. Yeah, his oldest. Can you imagine the stimulus check that he got? 
That stimulus check must have been nice. Holy cow! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then the signing bonus as well probably was pretty good. Yeah. I bet Almost you the, as good. I bet you the stimulus check was better. <laughs> All right, here we are, week nine at Minnesota. Kyle loss. My guy loss. Ryan loss. I got a loss as well. That sucks. All right, here we yeah, go. They'll, they'll lose. We are playing in week ten. The Washington, Washington Huskies? football no, football something. squadron. No, I think it's just the Washington. The Washington the Washingtons. Long snappers. The the Washington. It's a, it's a win field goal way. kickers. Win. Car- win. Carabiners. Micah. <laughs> it's a win. They don't have an identity as a person. As a team. Oh. Yeah, win. I got a win as well. Easy. All right, this one's a little bit interesting here. Now we're here are against Carolina Panthers. Kyle. Who's their quarterback right now? Teddy Bridgewater. They got a loss. Who does? I do. <laughs> For who? <laughs> For the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Micah. Loss. All right. Whoa. Ryan. Win. I got a win as well. Carolina? Look, come I, on now. I don't think they're anything other than Christian McCaffrey. Will they have anything else? No. Not, I, not I, that I know I, of, yeah. Not that I, I know of. I think so, you're us- underestimating Bridgewater, though. Bridgewater sucks. Uh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't suck. I don't also, think we're underestimating him. Too many wins in this season. Don't, don't even for, look at that. It's we're time not. for them to start sucking. He's the we're second, second worst quarterback. Right. So he's not underestimating. He's got a <laughs> thumbs up. Brett gave us a thumbs up. We got a W, people. A we got dub. a dub. All right. Thanksgiving Day, the best day of the year. <laughs> Big Ten football, maybe. Who knows? Things Could are, be. Things yeah. are happening. Uh, um, Wait, Big Ten football? That's like I'm torn. one that's a month weeks. ahead yeah, that's of that. Point. Yeah, what, what am I talking, talking about? about? What am I talking about, Willis? Come on, man. Right. Home against Houston on Thanksgiving. Kyle, who do you got? S- somebody else go first. I don't know about this one. Micah. Loss. Ryan. Uh, loss. I got a loss as Sean well. Watson's I'm good, man. Loss. I, he scares the crap out of me. Kyle, Kyle went with a loss as well. Uh, I mean, Thanksgiving, anything can happen. I but know, I'm gonna go with. To I'm just gonna so go well. with. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with the, on paper at this point. Pretend that it's on a Saturday morning or yeah, something. Yeah, it's easy you know to I mean? it's easy to, to to say the reason why they're gonna lose right now. Right. I mean, sure. th- we're talking about a Week 12 game. <laughs> yeah, there's so much <laughs> that can happen by then. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're just what hoping. We're, we're, we're just hoping now to get is to Week gospel. 12. We're just hoping to get to Week 12 at this point. <laughs> right. Sam thinks terrible. <laughs> I might be in cell mode at that point. 11 to 0. All right, here we go. Here's one loss. We are starting to face the division again. We are at Chicago Mm. Sunday, December 6th. Loss. Micah. Are there fans there at this point? That's your call. Oh, man. I'm going to go with a loss on that one. No chance there, fans. Lions win. What? No chance. Nope. What are you talking about? I think the Bears are really bad. I do too. I, like, and it's not just the qu- question at quarterback. I don't see any offensive weapons, no matter who's quarterback right now. Montgomery's hurt. I don't know if he's going to be able to play. Honestly, the whole year, there's a really good question about that. So, unless they go out and sign Leonard Fournette, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm picking a win. I think you sweep Chicago, but that is a two-two split. E- so, even, Brett, even Leonard he's giving Fournette. us he's giving us a thumbs up. That's yeah. another, yeah. That's another so win for the Lions, dude. This is a good season. Like, this is a good season. <laughs> I'm really excited yeah. about this season right now. I can't uh, wait to tell you up. Kyle's going to start saying <laughs> le- losses just for the hell of it. Uh oh. Look at look at the end <laughs> oh. of the season. All right, here we go. Hold on. The headphones are just, off. Yeah, we yeah. just got to week 14. <laughs> We're right, screwed. Here we go. We got the Packers. Loss. Loss. At home, though, guys. At home. With or without fans, I don't know. This is when they choke. Uh, loss. 
<laughs> Ryan said, no chancers fans. We're no. Su- we are sweeping the Packers this year. And the Bears. We are sweeping them. But Sorry, you guys voted. voted yeah. You guys voted for a loss. Yep, so. Should have voted. All right, here you. we go. We got the Tennessee Titans at Tennessee. Kyle. Loss. Micah. Loss. Ryan. Win. I agree. That's a win. Tannehill is garbage. I'm sorry that he had a good year last year. Derrick Henry's got paid. He's going to suck as well. Uh, Brett says thumbs down. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. That's the right choice, but I'm just. It's the right choice. (laughs) We're we're admitting. We're admitting to it. All right, here we go. Now we are playing Terrific Tom Brady. Okuda's at his prime right now. Just remember that, guys. (laughs) Just remember, yeah. week, Week 15. Was running, starts mm-hmm. really digging in. Yeah. All right, here we go. He is uh, now so a starter, and he's, he's crushing really it. He's. Really <laughs> <in. laughs> really so I can't so hear what it stops. <laughs> Kyle has no idea. This is his idea to do the music. Yeah. It was not. I was like, I want that song. responsibility, but I won't take it seriously. <laughs> well, I don't want to man the iPad here. All right, here we go. Tampa Bay. Loss. Micah. Loss. Ryan. I'm going to go win. Tom Brady can't move. I'm going to say loss for now. <laughs> I don't know. I think losses. Oh, but he can throw. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. There's too many weapons. The weapons scare the crap out of me. He's not not running back. Okay, got it. All right, so here we are in week 17. Leonard Fournette might be playing for Tampa in a couple weeks. That's true. Loss. Micah. Loss. Ryan. I think this is a big game. This is going to be something for the playoffs. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a division. It'll be big for them. I think this is going to be a win. You just made him go win, and he I had lost written. No, he had lost written. You are such like, a terrible oh no, human. I'm screwed. <laughs> the only way the Lions win this game is if Minnesota doesn't care and has already clinched the vision, which I think will uh, happen. That could be. Good Minnesota point. will not be starting their starters. The Lions will win this game. They will sneak into the playoffs. They will get the wild card. They will beat whoever they play. All right, let's, let's move on. Wow. I'm gonna, I'm we're going to go for a win or a loss. Or that's say, all we're asking. I'm going to say win week 17. <laughs> So what did he have written down? <laughs> Look, please. This is another uh, 50-50. What did he put in his notes? I said the only way yeah. the Lions win is what if is Minnesota Saints doesn't Pryor? care to win. What is Saints prior? I think that means who they played the game before. I think he just read big, his you're notes. big on that this year, huh? Yeah, I like that. Who I did played? that last week, too. Last year. No. Oh, All, right. All right, we're 50-50 on this, Brett. This could be the Lions making the playoffs or not. Kirk Cousins. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, he's going, he's going Cousins. He's a big Cousins guy. We already talked about it. Yes! Oh, yeah. oh Let's go. Gosh. That's a great win. We're, looks like we're Sam, coming back at some point. All right, somebody Sam talk. Somebody talk two. so I can so – you guys just talk amongst yourselves so I can tally this up. Sam about what? Sam Lions 14 oh. and 2. <laughs> 14 and 2. <laughs> or something like that. I was did you, just did over you, yeah, you tally it up? Uh, <laughs> at the very least, they're a 12-win team, putting them atop probably the – what is that, NFC North, I call it? NFC North, yeah, that, uh, would be, that would be the where they're at. I just, man. I, I just don't see them. Look, I think they're an improved team compared to last year, but last year they didn't have Stafford the whole year, right? So we didn't even know that what they were at that point. Yeah. So it's hard to even, it's hard to even like, quantify how many wins they would have had last year. I, I mean, if we're being honest, it was probably six or seven, but I think they're a little bit better than that. So yeah. I, are, what are we going to be at, like nine maybe? All right. I'm, I'm the, thinking they're probably an eight-win team. The pick is in. Is that it? I can't hear it. So. The Lions go nine and seven. Nine and seven. What were it's they probably last? not good enough. I think it's Brett's fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild card status. <laughs> it is wild card status. Yeah, it is. It is. I think they expanded the playoffs this year, right? 
Or was that next year? Technic- I thought they redid it and they decided well, to do it this year. Is that, I might be getting confused I, with baseball. I thought they were going to do it this year, but I don't know what they decided upon COVID. I don't, I don't think they expanded it. No, it's, uh, I think it might next, be next year. year. That's next year. Look, the Lions, they're going to be better. Yeah, I agree. Like, and, and obviously, you could say, oh, well, if they're healthy. Uh, yeah, you could say it with every single team. Um, but I like where the Lions sit. I think their offense is going to be top five. I really do. Well, look, look, I think def- their offense def- could be top five. Well, and that and defensively last year, you could argue that they were their, their weakest link was their secondary, especially when they were a little yep. banged up. I think that's their strength this year. Going into this year, I think the cornerbacks and the safeties is their strength, and their defensive line has been healthier than they were last year. Yep. I'm not saying they're the best defensive line that they're going to get to the quarterback and create all these sacks, but they will get coverage sacks. And they got deeper in pretty much every position. Like linebacker position, they got deeper. Situationally deeper, too. Like they get, they have guys that they can interchange for the right timing. Yeah. All of that. We'll, we'll get into this next In a Warrior. Oh, boy. I think, I think a Warrior is so key in this. Yeah, and, and that's one thing I think is, is very important is people are saying a Warrior is actually um, – Probably going to start over Okuda. I've been hearing the same thing, and I, I think that's really interesting. I don't think that's a shot at Okuda. I think that's a, a it's a compliment, a compliment to Awarie and in the, the strides he's made to become a second corner. And, and, look, it, and it's going to show that the depth is going to show in that area, and that's where we have not had any depth in the past. Yep, I agree. And I, I know, like on paper, everybody's like, "Well, you lost Darius Slay. How how was that? Like Darius Slay was a cancer to this secondary. I truly believe that. I think I said that going into the season. Um, and I think the fact, like, some, some of the stuff that was said about him as he left seems like it's addition by subtraction. But we for, have but we have a healthy the, wide receiver core, and we have an improved running back situation. We have our, a healthy quarterback that we didn't have last year. We have improved defensive line compared to last year. We have more, more linebackers and a deeper secondary. Nine and seven is not correct. It's going to be 12. And but our punter might be worse. Four. So, three, 12 and three. 12 and four. Good with math. 12 and four. <laughs> My math earlier was you got really the good, eighth though. earlier, yeah. Seventeen and all. Go. Yeah, this is a good song. This is good. I like this song. We kind of crush it with this. Yeah. I think everybody knew. Did you just raise the roof? Me and my kids do that every time they say <laughs> hi. I hope you have to raise your hands. Like, all right, guys. Oh, all right, it's time to grade our Michigan beers for episode seventy. But before we do that, I want to remind everyone of a new partner partner of State of My Sports podcast, Sicilianos Market. Sicilianos Market is simply the best beer store in West Michigan. It is located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between GVSU's main campus downtown. Uh, and downtown Grand Rapids, where you live in West Michigan. It's worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some, uh, some extra help from the expert staff, Sicilianos Market is the best place for you. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beer from across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They also have specialty wine, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, cigars, and, and they also offer the largest selection of home brew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. So if that's what you want to do and end up being an Arvon brewing, you know, that's where you start, right? That's where you go. That's where you go home to start. Brew. We're very excited to have Cicillano's Market on board, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beer for each and every episode unless we're on Location. They got a week off this week. They did, yeah. yeah. But please go check them out and let them know that we sent you and continue to support local businesses just like them, just like Arvon. 
tell them tell them state of my sports uh, inspired you to go out and, and yeah. support they were they were really happy that we weren't because it didn't take 16 emails from sam <laughs> to, yeah <laughs> to pick out the beers they want, that we all wanted and get on the same page you, you know me guys so um, we do <laughs> <laughs> wait you yeah i mean it yeah. doesn't sound like me but super surprising yeah yeah ryan you you should really start us out with your beer grade today yeah i've been talking um not enough so i should talk more um <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I, I had a blueberry raspberry double kettle, sour, sour, sour. That's what it was, 8.0. And uh, this, guys, seriously, I've been drinking sours all night. And I got to say, this is like, I don't know. I, 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 can't, I can't think of a better sour out there that yeah. I've really even had. And, and it's been like three in a row. So... Huge shout out to Arvon for this, and for this one specifically, it was probably my least favorite one <laughs> of the night, and I'm gonna give it an eight point nine. I'm I'm not even Ooh, kidding. Like as far as sours go, I I am all in. I Can love, you tell us a little more about that? that I love the the fruit in it. That's yeah. specific beer. Yeah, absolutely. So those are extremely heavily fruited. Um, you know, as we were talking at the beginning of the segment, you know, we load the vessel up with as much fruit as will fit in there. Um, and that one specifically is coming out this Wednesday on tap. You can get it on our online store Thursday. So these guys got a preview of that one. That's the blueberry raspberry. Awesome. And I, and I want to say the boysenberry was probably my like top. Yeah. But, but it was like, it was so close. All of them were so good. Yeah, that one's still available in the online store too. So get that one. It's about out. So get it, get it soon. Yeah, perfect. Kyle, you're up, buddy. I want to. I feel like I want to pull a fast one on you here. Whoa, what? What? <laughs> Do it. I don't. I you know how much I love. When so people I had the pull I had the slip and splash. Me. Yeah, you're, you're big <laughs> on that, which was phenomenal. And that one had a great sweetness to it. What, what did you say was in that? That was. Yeah, so that one's uh, strawberry kiwi, and then it's got watermelon candies in candies, it. Candies, yeah, yeah, absolutely, uh, unbelievable. That was really good. But look, kind of like what Ryan was saying, like I've been, I've had a few, I think three different sours tonight. I'm going to rate the boysenberry, uh, which I believe is this last one you gave me. That's right. Yeah, uh, that's the that's kettle. a nine point two. Whoa, Ooh. that's a good score Ooh. for you. You are usually like that's a, the highest a score I think I've that. ever given. It might be. We're gonna have to check the tape really? on that. It was that. No, it was that embossed tweed. So can you tell us a little bit more about that one, or did he describe it pretty well? Well, you were saying, too, that was your favorite. Yeah. yeah. This is phenomenal for a sour. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, so, you know, our, a lot of our double – so all the double kettles are the same malt bill, uh, just different fruits. And so that one's loaded with boysenberry. You know, that boysenberry comes through really nice. It's a soft but tart fruit, yeah. uh, and that just it, – it has a really great mouthfeel on it. Um, it's a little bit thicker than some of the others, uh, mm-hmm. just from the mouthfeel from the, the pectin and the, the boysenberry. So really solid um, this, one there, yeah. Yeah, this is my favorite sour that I've ever had. Um, adding to that while we were off air, while me and Ryan were talking to Sam – he thought this was called poison. Oh, berry. you just had to do it. <laughs> and we, me and Ryan, kept saying boysenberry. And Sam, <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> it's definitely poisonberry. Uh, Ryan had to finally show him on the menu that it says boysenberry. So. Hey, but I think we got our next beer name. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Waldart's poison berry. Yeah. Might have to go hire ABV for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right, Micah, what, what, what were you drinking tonight, and what's your grade for it? Gentlemen, I'm going to triple down on the kettle sour. 
and I was drinking tonight many beers, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the first one that really blew the top off things was the raspberry strawberry double kettle kettle sour. It was so incredibly flavorful, just like the boysenberry and the blueberry. It was very well done. I, I already had a grade, and you stole my grade, <laughs> and I hate you for it. Uh, I'm going to one-up you. I'm going to go with 9-0. Nice, nice. Yep. I don't think the three of us expected to come here to drink sours. Like, I think we were all so excited <laughs> for the New England. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I knew I was going to lease. I would, I would have loved to try one, but at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, i got to get it. Like, I've, I've had a little bit of... The New England. So does that mean you're leaving with a sour taste in your mouth? Like, I mean, most <laughs> yeah. people leave here without a like, sour taste like, in their mouth. Yeah. But yeah. you're leaving with a sour taste. Do you have sound effects on this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. That was your yeah. job until you quit on it. Listen, quick that. before we hand it over to Sam for his grade, I got a try of the Pac Tech 9, their double New England IPA. So did you. And it was phenomenal. Was that the dark one? Mm-mm. No. Nope. I don't even remember you all, tried, all that I tried today. I'm not you tried lie. it. You looked at me. You're like, oh, my gosh. That oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, you did give me a sip they're of that. Double New England yeah. IPA. They're Pac-Tac 9. Come down and get some if they're not sold out yet. Yes. All right. So, for me, I am drinking another one. Another one. what it's called. Can you tell us a little about another one? It's another one. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> another IPA. Another New <laughs> yeah, England yeah, IPA. A, is that kind of where you guys are yeah, going with that? Yeah. It's a New England style IPA. Uh, it's got mosaic and Amarillo in it. Uh, really solid hops. And, uh, sorry, Citra mosaic Amarillo. And, uh, you know, it's really nice. It has a little bit of that, uh, just a touch of floral, floral character to that one. That one's going to be coming out as well this Wednesday on tap and, and Thursday morning in our online store. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a eight four. Very good. I like it. I, I I think along with these guys, the sours really stood out to me throughout the night. I think you guys are doing and, and there's nothing wrong with your IPAs or New England IPAs or anything along with that. But the sours are really standing out, and I think you guys are doing an amazing job with that, which is a lot because I I'm like I said earlier you in the podcast, even like, like sours. I didn't think I like sours. I really didn't, and I think yeah. you guys are doing an amazing job with those. They're they're really easy to drink, really good. Um, all your beers easy to drink. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. from a, a self proclaimed IPA guy, that means a lot. And you know, a lot of people come for the IPAs and they stay because of the sours and the stouts and other stuff. So, yeah. yeah, appreciate it. Maybe even ciders one day, right? <laughs> 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 Who knows where the world will go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, I just want to thank you again for, for yeah, having us so here. Yeah. Um, the beer was amazing. Everybody needs to check out Arvon Brewing Company. Uh, just just go give them a shot and let them know we sent you. So thank you guys for recording. Really appreciate you guys recording. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next week, if not sooner. Cheers. It's been fun, guys. See where things go naturally Just say